0: Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron.
1: Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Jose Negron, on voiceamerica.com, on the Variety Channel, hosting the lead technology show, T3 Today, Tomorrow's Technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and, of course, noon East Coast time. You can also catch us Monday and Tuesday. See your local listing on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Channel. As always, I'd like to thank my audience for listening to us, both our U.S. and our international audience. We've been very consistent and growing uh, by week. And as a reminder to our audience, the purpose of T3 program is to integrate the scientists, the engineers, the innovators, our techie audience with the non-techie folks. Uh, This has been our formula for success. I continue to strive on this. I think this is very important because it talks about uh, new innovations, new technology, new engineering products. But how do we use it and how does it change our lifestyle? It makes our lifestyle a little easier. And so the topic today that I'd like to talk about today is scuba diving technology. I had this experience to go scuba diving uh, in July, mid July, and I want to talk about it because I was quite shocked. I had a stereotype uh, knowledge of what the equipment was, and I was quite shocked about the equipment. But to keep our audience involved in T3 Show, please call 866 472 5788 or email me on todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Why scuba diving technologies? I picked this topic because it's really on my bucket list. I've always wanted to do it. My son did it about 20, 25 years ago while he was in college, and uh, I just never had the time to go do it. And finally, a friend of mine called me up and says, hey, we're going scuba diving. We're going to go scuba diving in Puerto Rico. Would you like to take your open water class? And I've said, of course. Uh, I, I thought about it, and I can't say I've said, of course, right away, but uh, in my mind, I was thinking about it, and it was great uh, to do that, and it's always been on my bucket list. It's one of the things I di- uh, wanted to do. Just like uh, several months ago, I talked about uh, motorcycle driving and, and uh, taking a Harley-Davidson cruiser and and driving throughout the United States, and, and you can go to uh, uh, voiceamerica.com, the podcast, and listen to a lot of our, our technology shows. And, And In fact, I'm quite proud of those technology shows, but in one of those is uh, uh, the motorcycle ride. In fact, I did two of them on the motorcycle ride from uh, Annandale, Virginia, all the way to Dallas, Texas. It it was a a five-day trip and uh, it was quite interesting and I rode for four days It's about 3,000 miles. But this time, I would like to talk about scuba diving technology and uh, and the questions I like to answer is how do you get qualified for open water diving? Uh, the biggest surprise I've already mentioned is the equipment. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I had a stereotype uh, knowledge of the equipment, uh, the technology used today versus the technology that uh, was used in the, in the past. I guess I had this mentality Jacques Cousteau and, and maybe the James Bond type series of, of diving or scuba diving or snorkeling uh, for that. And I was totally wrong. Uh, in fact, the scuba diving equipment has advanced quite a bit and I had no idea. But the b- bottom line is, uh, I'll cut to the chases. I did get certified. I did enjoy it. It was great. And I would just uh, love uh, for you to at least uh, call in and ask your questions and we'll discuss. Uh, Uh, the show itself is broken down in three parts. Uh, I've got it broken down to about, uh, you know, the history of scuba diving, uh, the lessons, how to get, uh, qualified, uh, the types of certifications. We'll talk a little bit about us facts on scuba diving, who, who's scuba diving, uh, preponderance where people do the scuba diving, which surprised me in the United States. And we'll talk about that. And then by the third uh, segment, we'll talk about the various products in scuba diving, which is quite, uh, uh, I guess uh, in some respect, expensive to some degree, uh, but at the same time, do you want to rent or own your equipment? And those are all decisions you have to do to make. But what uh, gets me really excited is that as I talk about this. Topic and I look at the statistics of our U.S. audience and our international audience. I am uh, delighted uh, and really take a lot of pride in highlighting that the future innovations, technology, and engineering products that we discuss on our show are really listed in the top 15, 25 uh, technology uh, magazines uh, out there. So I would encourage everybody to take a look at our podcast. Go to Voice America. Uh, dot com on the Variety Channel. Look up T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technology. Uh, And we have discussed, as I said earlier, many topics and you'll find uh, the top science, technology, innovation, and engineering uh, magazines discussing these topics. So today uh, you'll be surprised that some of the topics I'm talking today about, and especially scuba diving in the material, because technology itself and as I said, it's one of the biggest uh, surprises that I found as I went to Puerto to get my open water certificate, and there's uh, various ways to get your certificate, and I'll talk a little bit about that. As I said, scuba diving qualification began several weeks, uh, a few hours uh, to take the knowledge uh, review. It's really, uh, to me, I'm you know, I guess I wanted to read it. Uh, scuba diving is not uh, something that you're going underwater. You're breathing on the regulator. You're breathing oxygen. Uh, I did end up taking class uh, on nitrox, uh, which is enriched oxygen and but the real st- i started uh, you know uh, about a week or two early so i can spend a, a, an hour or two a night and get the course done it's a five segment course uh it took some time to get it all done but at the end of the day uh i was well prepared and in fact uh you know the service cert- certification i chose patty because the, the uh, dive shop that i chose uh was a, a patty dive shop in puerto rico Patty was founded by uh, John Cochran and Ralph Erickson. Their professional association of diving instructors it was founded in 66. Um, it has about uh, 27 million certificates. Um, it has about 66 diving uh, centers out there. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of people uh, just enjoying diving. Another uh, certification uh, is the... Um, scuba school, school international founded in 1970 headquarters in colorado uh and, uh and it's translated into about 30 languages and it's got a robust system as well uh the best overall by, from a consumer is patty and the uh, best over uh runner-up is the, the ssi course another uh agency that doesn't charge is a nonprofit, is the naui organization it was the national association of underwater instructors it was founded in 1959 and so, that's really the first, uh, um, I guess, uh, instructor course for uh, um, I- improving your skills underwater. And, uh, and the British have their British Scuba Aqua Club, uh, BSAC, and it was founded in 1953. In fact, uh, U.S. Navy, US, uh, uh, the British Navy used a lot of their techniques uh, for the open water. Uh, for the Uh, Future, uh, it's going to be the SDI, which is the SCUBA... uh, uh diving international SDI and that is tech diving and and as I said technology the engineering of the various scuba equipment making it uh, safer lighter more comfortable is increasing by the day uh, I had this picture of Jacques Cousteau in my mind you know a single tank his uh his uh, weight belt uh, his mask his fan his snorkel and you just go diving and I was quite surprised that uh, it, it took more than that uh, to to do that. But uh, it was interesting to me because as I went uh, with uh, a group of folks, uh, uh, my vice president of Puerto Rico for Avanti Technologies, we decided uh, to just uh, go diving. And in fact, our be- uh, first plan was to go to the island of Culebra and Vieques and do some uh, uh, boat diving, basically. But that was immediately changed because of the Corona virus hit Puerto Rico pretty bad and the governor closed down all the marinas so we ended up going uh, really uh off the, off the shore and we ended up uh, using uh, a couple of the leading um uh, Beaches there uh, that we ended up going to. And the first one we went to was uh, the matinee in Puerto Rico, Los Tubos Beach. Uh, that was the first dive. Uh, the second dive was in, in Natural Park, and it was fantastic. But in order to understand diving, uh, you re- there's three parts of it, and especially in your certificate uh, there is your knowledge. Tests and as I said, I, I took a week, a couple hours a, uh, a day to really go over the the course itself. It's uh, quite extensive, but it's repetitive. So you know, you you you, you use uh, you start off with the, the beginning diver's course. You talk about your equipment. You talk about the skills that you have to know. There's a lot of practical uh, review process, and then the quiz and uh, beginning diver uh, uh, diver two course uh, equipment two and your skills. For Diver three, Same thing for three. So there's about five sections in this whole overall before you take your final exam. But the whole idea is to uh, be repetitive in some degree, but I'll also tell you about uh, your equipment, the process of both diving, the, your expectation when you go diving, and, and really uh, you have the three parts. So you got the knowledge part, which I just went over the outline. The second part is the confined water uh, course, which you go over all of it. Uh, putting on the equipment uh, uh, understanding what your, uh, your your air tank or nitrox tank is your requirements to use both the whole idea of uh, oxygen you've got about 25 percent oxygen 79 percent uh, nitrogen the whole idea is breathing underwater and what happens if you use your uh, regulator what happens if your mask gets filled with water or someone knocks your mask off these are all the techniques that you find uh, that i found useful during my confined water course, and uh, what was interesting in that is we did it in a swimming pool, and, and it was a safe. It's a comfort feeling, uh, you know. You can uh, you're used to a swimming pool, so taking off a mask, r- losing your regulator, losing a fin, losing your uh, um, you know, your buoyancy uh, 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 diver compatibility uh, vest. I mean, these are things we're going to talk about in the third segment. Uh, it was it was an uh, interesting. Uh, uh, discussion because we ended up, uh, learning a lot about scuba diving and, um, and, and it was, uh, in a safe place, uh, taking off the mask or, uh, let's filling the mask up either halfway or all of it, and then putting it back on and, uh, um, letting the water uh, escape from the mask uh, as you decide to put it back on to uh, continue diving process or swimming around the pool without a mask uh, a couple laps and then uh, putting the mask on again. All these techniques are practiced. These are the same techniques you're going to be doing in your open dive when you do your d- two dive uh, open water dives which was it uh, kind of reassuring because it gave you the practice, it gave you the uh, uh, confidence and, and, and both in yourself, in the equipment, in the instructor, and of course in your buddy system. The critical part is making sure you have a buddy. So scuba diving is interesting. Uh, we have uh, in just in the United States uh, there's uh, 27 uh, uh, or 2.7 to 3.5 million people in the U.S. that are qualified, cert- certified uh, uh, scuba divers. There's 6 million worldwide. Snorkelers there's 11 million in the U.S., about 20 million worldwide. So it shows you that the uh, scuba diving has been a popular Sport. Uh, it's one of those sports that uh, a lot of people take up, especially snorkeling. And for me, it was on my bucket list and I wanted to take it up. Uh, we, as I said, uh, the first day, um, uh, we, on the first day for open water dive, we went to uh, Los Douglas Beach. Uh, because of the marina's closing, we uh, got dressed and walked into the beach area and went diving there. We ended up going to about 30 feet. Uh, to 40 feet, Uh, my uh, last two dives at the uh, El Natural Park, which was amazing to me, uh, was around 40 feet, about 55 minutes each dive. So we did two dives per day uh, during the open water dive, but I am so thankful that the knowledge, uh, baseline knowledge test that we had to learn, uh, the confinement of water uh, that we did was always uh, important because we reinforced those techniques, uh, those mechanisms and with your buddy, and so we dove for uh, you know what I considered uh, thirty to forty feet uh, in both days. Uh, you got to do it both days, and it was quite interesting. Um, I went with my Heraldo uh, out of Boston, and of course uh, his uh, father uh, Jerry, uh, another Heraldo, his uh, son-in-law, and his and his son Carlos. So we ended up uh, five on the on the uh, dive trip, uh, which is for me it was very comfortable. It was two beginners, uh, basically and three that were just uh, along for the ride Uh, but it was interesting because they took their GoPro camera and it was amazing to see what's under the water and I was amazed not only the uh, the coral and the plant life and uh, you know the beautiful tropical sea fish but uh, to be honest with you I never knew there was a snake uh, underwater at least I hadn't Thought about it, we did see turtles, we did see eels, we did see all kinds of tropical fish, we did see all kinds of tropical f- plants, oh, and and we were able to bring, or at least the three guys that were uh, along uh, with our expedition, and uh, we're using their GoPro cameras and took beautiful pictures, colorful pictures, and I was able to share that uh, with my folks back home. But uh, technology and scuba diving is uh, improving, as I said, uh, from the humble dive. Bell that uh, people used to do to the self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Uh, it is uh, your BCD. Uh, it is a lot. Your dry suits now. Uh, it used to be uh, you know your wetsuits. Now we're going into dry suit. So technology overall is uh, overall is improving. To me, the surprise was the mask, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. The snorkel. Uh, the the buoyancy uh, compatibility uh, device, uh, which is really your life vest, and then all your regulator hookup and your tank hookup, and all into one uh, assembly. And that did not come into existence until the mid uh, '70s. So that that those are uh, technologies improvement. Because I had the Jacques Cousteau image, a single tank uh, strapped to the back your back with weights, uh, maybe a knife by your calf, uh, uh, fins, and, and your mask and snorkel and you went into the water and and diving has changed uh, quite a bit and computer diving has really uh changed uh, a little bit about that and we'll talk about that uh the advancements uh, uh in technology I mean you are talking about wireless communication from uh uh to be able to talk to individuals underwater the ability to use a scooter underwater uh, kind of like in the maritime shows so to me that was all interesting but uh, as i said um, scuba diving uh, and scuba diving technology has improved tremendously. This was on my bucket list. It's something I wanted to do. Uh, I ended up going to Puerto Rico. It ended up getting the Patty and the Nitrox uh, Enriched Oxygen certificates in that week's time that I was there. It was fun. I missed the boat diving because the marinas were closed. However, uh, we made up for it uh, going into the beach because that's something that I probably would have never done. We went to the first uh, Lobos Beach in Puerto Rico and then the second beach uh, around Mayo West uh, was El Natural and it was amazing to see, got uh, lots of videos and everything else but diving uh, for us for some of us, let me just say that diving has been around at least uh, you know uh, what is it, 500 B.C.s as uh, people were uh, holding their breath going down and oyster hunting and that's, uh, that's not really real uh, uh, what we call modern day diving because that's Started in the early 60s, but it was uh, interesting to uh, go back that far and understand where diving equipment was developed in in the beginning. And and it, diving really becomes an adventure sports. It's an uh, uh, observing nature, and of course uh, you spend some time with some folks and just getting into the water itself and taking photos and just um, exploring. And that's what makes diving fun. And I look forward to talking to you about some of the statistics in diving. And what can we do uh, as we go to our next segment? And we'll be right back. The internet's number
2: one talk station. Number one talk station. Voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression
0: You are listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show
1: Folks, welcome back. This is your host, Josey Negron. We're talking about uh, scuba diving technology. I had the opportunity to go scuba diving around the 15th through the 18th of July in Puerto Rico. Ended up uh, taking my PADI certification, both for open water diving, as well as my uh, Enrich uh, Oxygen Training there certificate. It was a lot of fun, something that I've always wanted to do. It was on my bucket list, so I had the opportunity to do that. As I said earlier in the first segment, my son had done it about 25 years ago and it was something that I wanted to get done and I did it and uh, I'm certified today and I just wanted to talk about it because it was so such uh, a great time it was a lot of fun and some of the experiences that I had as I said in an earlier segment uh, I mean I I saw the eel I saw the turtle I saw all kinds of uh, tropical fish but what was interesting to me was more of uh, what I saw from uh, you know the daddy long legs uh, equivalent underwater I saw snakes underwater i saw uh you know the beautiful fan fish uh, the various colors of the uh tropical fish are also exciting that's what gets people motivated to go diving and uh, diving is uh is about adventure and exploration it's about enjoying the nature it's about spending time with friends and uh, and of course uh you can do it uh, through boats, beaches, lakes, and other diving resorts. Uh, we had the opportunity, at least initially, scheduled to do it on a boat, uh, going to Vieques and Culebra right off the east coast of uh, Puerto Rico. Unfortunately, w- because of Convi, uh, those Convy, the marinas were closed, so we had to go more into the beach diving activities, but it was, it was beautiful. We went to Lobos Beach, uh, Los Dubos Beach, excuse me, in, uh, in Puerto Rico. The northern uh, piece uh, of uh, Puerto Rico, and then we went out towards the west uh, to the El Natural Beach, and it was fantastic. Uh, it was an experience that I, I really enjoyed. I talked about how do you get the certificate. I talked a little bit about uh, the various qualification. I did get qualified for the Patty, but uh, you know, as I said before, you have your. Uh, your PADI certification, which is your professional uh, association of diving instructors. You do have the uh, other school, uh, scuba school instructor SSSI, which doesn't uh, charge you for uh, your um, knowledge tests. And then, of course, the oldest organization in the U.S. is your uh, National Association of Underwater Instructors. Uh, you, you have to pick your uh, uh, dive certification course, uh, take some time to do that. Mine was easy. Uh, the folks that I was going Diving, we're all PADI qualified, so it was easy to go there. Plus, the equipment I was going to rent was out of a diving, uh, a paddy dive shop, so that kind of made it kind of easy uh, for me to do that. Uh, in this segment, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the fact uh, about uh, diving because uh, I'm, I'm quite impressed by the number of folks. Uh, that are diving. As I said earlier, there's about uh, 2.7 to 3.5 million uh, d- scuba divers uh, in the U.S. and about 6 million worldwide. Just on the uh, statistics alone, and it's not surprising uh, you know that uh, we have more male uh, scuba divers than we do females, but that is changing quite a bit. And it was interesting to find out that, uh, you know, from the age, uh, there's about, uh, in 2018, about 10% of kids between the ages of 10 and 19 were scuba diving. The majority of scuba divers are from age uh, 20 to 39. Uh, I'm an old fogey, so I'm about 66, so I'm about 3% of the scuba diving population. What's also interesting in the statistics of diving is, uh, as I said earlier, the medium age uh, for diving is about uh, 30 years years old uh and uh, like and as i said males uh dominate the sports although the females are are increasing there's about 40% now uh and so 60% male uh, divers and uh Forty uh, percent uh, female divers. Occupation: They're managerial, technical, professional. Uh, most of them are college and, and about eighty percent of us are, I guess, married. So it was kind of interesting. Uh, one of the things I wanted to uh, discuss is uh, you know the o- open water uh, certification stat statistics. The top five states in the United States, which surprised me, uh, I guess, a little bit. Uh, you got California, uh, which about fourteen uh, percent certification. Florida is next. Not surprising there because both of them are near the water. A lot of, uh, you know, uh, fun people to be with, the naturalists, uh, they love nature and everything else. But the third ranking uh, state is Texas. New York is a fifth, and Virginia, Maryland, D.C. Uh, is coming in fifth, which surprised me. I didn't know we were in the top five as far as Virginia was concerned. Uh, it's interesting to know that as we uh, move through the, uh, the system. Uh, the continuing education for uh, uh, divers is something that I would encourage you. Uh, as I said, I did my open water and enriched uh, um, air supply uh, certification. My next uh, one that I w- really want to take when I get a little time, hopefully in the next three uh, uh, Within two to three months, will be the uh, advanced open water, and I'm looking forward to that. But continue education, uh, you know, most people are uh, the participants' age are 35. We've got uh, uh, 71% uh, uh, of the people that participate uh, in this uh, are male and 26% are female. And it's important to keep up with your diving. They say, you know, I'm fortunate enough that uh, I've caught the bug, I guess. Uh, It's just something I want to do. Maybe it's a little bit uh, of diving time, but it's fun diving time. And, uh, you know, I'm already looking at a travel bag. I'm already looking at equipment. I've already talked about uh, the technology changing in the the diving community, because I had this stereotype of Jacques Cousteau, James Bond movie. Uh, that is uh, really has changed and and uh, we're getting more and more uh, equipment technology to make it safer, more comfortable, lighter, especially when if you're you know you're traveling with your equipment and most people who travel want to do a little bit of diving. Uh, if you're there for four or five days you want to take at least a day or two to dive around the area. You don't want to take all five days and most people like to do other things uh, as they do that. but I encourage everybody to underst- uh, continue their education. Uh, travel uh, to the places, and then, of course, uh, buying equipment is in- interesting because it, it is, uh, and we'll talk about this in the third segment, it is a mass snorkel, uh, the regulators are uh, uh, you know submersible your octopus uh, uh activity your tank your um you know your BCD, which is your buoyancy control device uh is interesting because that's an integrated uh device that has uh, uh that keeps buoyancy and buoyancy is important when you're deep diving because you put your weights on there uh you have uh, basically a life vest surrounded on that you inflate it either orally or manually or automatically with your air supply you before you had two uh one regulator now you have two because if you lose your regulator or you run out of oxygen uh you can give the second regulator to your buddy or uh worst case he can you guys can share the regulator as you go up so it's kind of interesting uh, to carry two regulators your primary regulator stage one and your secondary uh, regulator stage two uh so that's interesting uh that's a discovery i did not know uh so it was interesting to do that and then of course uh the the, you know, the weights themselves are in, inside your uh, um, your uh, BCD, uh, your buoyancy com, uh, control device, and it makes it a, a complete package. So you're almost like a backpack uh, activity there. As I said earlier, uh, you know it's interesting to see that uh, uh, California, Florida, Texas, New York, and Virginia are your top five states for certificates of scuba diving, and no surprise in California and Florida. Texas is a surprise. New York is a surprise. Virginia, Maryland, uh, and D.C. is a surprise to me. Uh, the, uh, the recreational scuba diving business is about $11 billion in the U.S. And, of course, uh, most people go out there uh, about uh, 75 to $80 a day for divers if you're doing private vessels, and about 200 to 225 if you're doing uh, commercial vessels. But uh, just in California alone, You know, they do uh, about uh, 1.3 million dives are made in uh, in California, and it's an industry between 161 million to 323 million dollars. So, scuba diving is an industry. It's a fun sport. Uh, I, although it does have its dangers and uh, we're talking about uh, nitrogen or uh, the bends uh, you have to be careful uh, oxygen toxicity you have to be careful there's other activities that uh, uh, that you have to be careful but uh, you're always uh, you know you're always trying to breathe into the regulator don't hold your breath and always always be safe and that's one of the things do not uh, surpass your limits I'm one of those guys who have never been um mm-hmm uh, and I shouldn't say never, but uh, I try not to be influenced by prayer pressure. If you don't feel comfortable, say it. And I don't feel comfortable. And that's all you have to do and feel proud of that because you don't want to expand, uh, you know, surpass your safety limits or your own capability as a swimmer, as a diver or anybody else. So always be safe on that. As I said earlier, uh, there's more males than female divers. Although, uh, that equation has changed since tw- uh, 2018. Uh, used to be about 35% in the early 70s, uh, and now we've got a 40-60, 60% uh, 60 male, uh, 40% females, and the females are are increasing in their numbers as they get certified. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, The diving instructions, uh, I I don't know what your – my goal is still be – I guess, uh, at adventurous Divers. I don't know if I'll get to a tech diver. I just want to go diving. So my next course is uh, Advanced Open Water Diving. Uh, The next one after that is probably uh, shipwrecks, uh, you know, diving around shipwrecks. uh, and, And that's going to be a lot of fun. But I will tell you, uh, the ability to take pictures underwater both in uh, day and night was something that uh, that I saw. Uh, I did not do any night diving. My buddies went the third day as I was flying back to D.C. Uh, but it was amazing to see the pictures and they used GoPro. So uh, when I came back, uh, the first thing I did, because I concentrated on the dive itself and the instructors and the instructions I had to do on the first two open dives, and we did four four uh, open dives, really two days of diving and, uh, by Two, uh, approximately about an, uh, two hours on each day so I've got four hours under my belt plus another maybe two or three in the swimming pool just getting uh, the confined water test out of the way and that's where you go through the basics, uh, you know what is your regulator, how about if I lose my regulator, how about my second stage regulator my buddy uh, needs to give me his regulator, where do I find his regulator on his vest, these are the kind of things, on um, my buoyancy control can I float above the uh, floor of the swimming pool, can I flo- float above of the uh, floor of the, the beach or, or the uh, sea uh, so that I'm not disturbing the plants uh, all of those kind of things are important. What are the safety precautions you have to do with boats? Sound uh, you know and we talked a little bit about wetsuit one of the things just like uh, motorcycle riding as well as scuba diving if you're cold you're not going to stay in uh, uh, you're not going to enjoy your experience and I found that out uh, thank goodness in Puerto Rico it was uh, warm water and and I didn't need a wetsuit, but although some people do uh, wear uh, the, uh, A wetsuit just uh, just to make sure they don't get any abrasions if they hit uh, any of the coral, the rocks, or anything like that. So you got to you got to continually protect yourself, and it's important to do that. Uh, But as as you begin the diving, think about it as an adventure. I would encourage everyone. How many of you out there have done uh, scuba diving? How many of you have been wanting to do scuba diving? It's been over I'll say it's it's probably twenty to thirty years I've always wanted to do scuba diving, and I've got that opportunity. Uh, but taking photos and, and looking at the uh, maritime uh, landscape was uh, quite interesting. It was uh, interesting. Uh, going along with friends was interesting. So it's 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 a different world. It's uh, an experience that I think most people uh, should have, uh, you know, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. But the technology, in the third segment, we're going to really talk about seg- uh, the technology and the improvements of the various activities. Like I said, I had a very stereotype uh, uh, understanding of uh, diving, but we've got to get over that because the technology has improved. One of the biggest uh, improvement in diving, of course, is the uh, electronics that's coming to the diving, and uh, it, it, it's all about, uh, you know, uh, the non-decompression time limits that you have to understand as you go deeper. Uh, if you're using normal air uh, oxygen tank, you've got uh, uh, 21 to 79 uh, percent nitrogen, 21 percent oxygen uh, Oxygen, and you don't want to go any deeper, uh, uh, you know, because of the uh, bends. Uh, getting the compression sickness is always something that you have to be aware of. So, these uh, new electronic dive computers are really revolutionizing because it used to be old tables uh, that were developed in 1907. They were uh, used by the Navy um, in the British Navy, U.S. Navy uh, for major training. But most of the training was, uh, you know, how fit you are and, and so forth and so on. Uh, The whole idea of the dive computers is is to reduce the human risk, uh, avoid your you're not no decompression time limit because you got to understand you do not want to get the bands or heavy uh, nitrogen in your blood system and then you have to get uh, decompressed and then of course uh, your dive computer uh, uh, performs additional tasks as I get out of the first dive it'll tell me how long I have to stay on shore before I can go back and dive at a certain depth so all that's being done uh, uh, calculating uh, automatically which is great because I don't have to go to a dive table do an estimate and uh, stay about that but i'm a i'm a I guess I'm not a risk taker. Uh, I was just talking to my son and, uh, you know, there's certain limits that I like to do. Of course, I'm an ex- a very beginner, novice uh, experience in, uh, in diving. So I try not to over exceed my oxygen, um, uh, my oxygen uh, quantity as well as my own capabilities. There are certain limits that I will not pass. And that's what you have to do. So I enjoyed the, the two trips that I made. As I said earlier, we went to uh, Los Tubos Beach was my first uh, uh, beach dive, and then of course we went to the El Natural by Mario Guez, which was my second, and I loved it because just to see the uh, the the beauty, the maritime beauty underneath the uh, uh, the water was just fantastic. I mean, the colors that you saw, the the various types of fish. I mean, you can spend uh, you know that's my next uh, get a fish catalog because. There were so many fish out there that was interesting. But seeing that green eel sticking out of his head out of that rock and uh, and my folks taking pictures of it, of course, I uh, kind of backed away from that because that's the last thing. Stingrays out there, uh, you got to be careful with that. But uh, as long as you're... Uh, by yourself, and you're not aggressively uh, pushing towards the towards that animal, uh, they're usually going to stay away from you. So that's the beauty about uh, uh, scuba diving. Uh, scuba diving technology has improved. When we come back to our next uh, segment, I'm going to talk about all the various technologies that are out there. The top ten uh, technologies in both face masks, uh, snorkels, uh, regulators, fins. Uh, you know, my right now I'm looking for a carry on travel bag because. Uh, you're, t- you're taking about 40 to 45 pounds of equipment, and the question is, how do you pack that stuff, how do you make it safe, and how do you uh, keep uh, your equipment uh, protected because your regulator is a, a costly adventure. So uh, You're listening to I'm talking about T3. Our subject today is scuba diving technology. Uh, in the first segment, I talked a little bit about the qualifications uh, open water diving. I talked a little bit about SSI, PADI, NOE, uh, uh, certificate that you can get uh, that's important Uh, the open water certificate three basic uh, parts of open water is your knowledge base your confined water and then your open water and you have to have two different dives so in our uh, third segment uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about the equipment and how technology is improving scuba diving and I'll be back in just a few minutes
2: We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests, which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune into All Rise, The Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and and our children tune in fridays at 7 a.m pacific 10 a.m eastern on voice america variety
0: have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host it's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press blog. All access all the time.
2: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: We're listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show
1: Welcome back, folks, uh, to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies, our third segment. Our discussion today is about scuba diving technology. I spent the first segment talking about the qualification of scuba diving, open water diving. and uh, In the second segment, I talked a little bit bit about the statistics and about uh, technology being uh, key to improving scuba diving, both in the comfort, safety, and, of course, uh, just being adventurous as far as the type of equipment that you get. And in uh, the critical piece about uh, scuba diving, it, it is, uh, it is a, a sport that is very adventurous exploring. Uh, you, if you enjoy nature, it is one that you can really get down and underst- and really see the aquatic life underneath you. That's just a different world, as I said in my second segment, to ability to see a, a snake or a daddy long legs or a stick animal underwater was very surprising it was like a one-on-one relationship between land animals and underwater animals or sea uh which was interesting to me and of course we saw the typical eels uh, out there stingray and other uh, aquatic life and so my next adventure after my initial open water dive certification and my enriched oxygen uh, nitrox certification is to start planning hopefully in the next three to four months uh my uh my advanced open water But uh, in this segment, what I'd like to talk about is some of the basics, uh, some of the gear, because the gear itself, is it depends on your, I guess, income level. But anytime you spend over $500 in any type of gear, you're you're spending quite a bit of money. So uh, the gear is a little bit expensive. Uh, That is one of the things that um, uh, scuba diving uh, technology is trying to improve, uh, trying to make the equipment, uh, as I said, uh, more comfortable, uh, definitely lighter, uh, improve technology and a lot easier uh, to use. And then, of course, the material being more durable. And so we'll talk about uh, the basics on scuba diving. The first thing I had to do is look at mask. And uh, if you go to a dive shop, and I would encourage everybody to go to a dive shop, first thing they have is anywhere between 20 to 50 uh, different styles of mask there uh, and various colors of masks. So they can individualize your particular persona excuse me, as you go through uh, looking at various masks and then you can match that to the snorkels and you have a variety of snorkels too. You have the long snorkels, you got the snorkels that don't let water come through the tube. Or you let, uh, or you have snorkels that are a little bit more conformed to your face. So, the bottom line to all this is is understanding what you're going to get. Uh, the next thing that I had to understand, at least for me, was the uh, the buoyancy control device, which is a kind of an all inclusive uh, vest that holds my tank, holds my we- uh, uh, weights, holds my regulators. Okay. My first stage, second stage. It's got, my pressure gauge so it can inflate uh, my uh my buoyancy uh or my life vest basically um, uh, and i can do it manually as well and the ability to uh, uh see the fins uh so now you've got a full outfit and when you start looking at that uh the one thing i did not mention was the uh, dive computers because you got to understand uh you know your uh your dive time your depth and uh, a time uh, left remaining on the tank, and uh, and that's always important. I'm one of those cautious kind of guys when I start trying to do things. I'm not going to over-exceed or try not to over-exceed my capability. That's the fundamentals of anything that you do and you try out. We had the opportunity to go and get qualified uh, around the uh, uh, mid-July in Puerto Rico. Spent a week there. Uh, we did about three days uh, uh, of confinement, training, uh, confinement uh, training there and then two open water dives. Uh, so uh, a full three whole days of uh, uh, diving there, but it was it was fun, and in those two days of uh, open water diving, we did two dives, uh, approximately uh, about 55 minutes each dive in about 40 feet of water, and the critical thing, uh, which I didn't think I could do, is taking off your mask, or flooding your mask at 40 feet of wa- uh, depth, and that's always an interesting thing, but I'll tell you what, after you do that in the, in the swimming pool, which made it a lot more natural, more comfortable, more relaxing, and uh, it leads from my perspective uh, uh, a sense of safety uh, you do that in the pool you know you can do it underwater so that that anxiety or fear or or a, your own thought process of can I really do that was overcome in the pool and that's the reason I would encourage everybody to do the confined water and they do that in the training for that very uh, reason so let's talk about the equipment uh, as I said earlier a uh, critical thing about the school of May. They have got all sizes, all colors, uh, but it's important because uh, the you you know you want a good water fit and you want to create the uh, the airspace between your eyes and the lenses itself so that you can focus underwater. One of the key critical thing that you learn uh, in underwater diving is that things look bigger and they look closer than they really are. I remember on the two-day, one of the dives, I was trying to reach for something and I reached for it, but I never grabbed it and I'm going, and my goodness, I know it's right there. And then I realized, oh, it's, it's it seems closer, but it's further out. So I had to kick in a little bit and get a little bit closer to the, uh, the object that I was trying to grab a hold of. So it's important to understand uh, water. Uh, the critical thing about the mask itself is not only do you have a mask, but you also have the nose pocket that allows you to equalize the air pressure in your mask as you go deeper. And trust me, as you go deeper, you have to equalize your mask, uh, uh, equalize your uh, your sy- system itself because you get ear blocks or you get a sinus block or you, you have – so you just stop uh, – Uh, Clear your sinuses or just a valsalva move or move your jaws and you go from there. The snorkel is another one. You can, as I said, you got uh, curved ones. uh, uh, Snorkel is used in diving really is to conserve your air tank and the oxygen. And you want to make sure you get a good one. uh, And, uh, you know, whether it's the color that matches your, your uh, mask or your fins, or uh, like I said, you could almost, uh, it's kind of like going skiing. Uh, You you get uh, your color outfit. Your scuba fins are critical. There's all kinds of scuba fins. Uh, There's the, uh, the ones that you, um, you know, uh, your fins really translate power. So I look for comfort and efficiency, uh, the size, the stiffness, the design, uh, you know, your uh, a lot of your movement. And I can always uh, critique my instructor, Chris, because, uh, I mean, we went uh, – it seemed like he never kicked let's put it this way, yet I was kicking like a like a little duck in water trying to keep up with him and it was just such a smooth but he's been doing it for 18 years and so it was interesting to find out, so you've got these fins that uh, are important the wetsuit, I did not have a wetsuit or I did not take a wetsuit I do have one, I bought one in California because of the Pacific Ocean is always cold out there, uh, but the neopron uh, suits, uh, you usually the three millimeter uh, neoprom for 70 to 85 degree water, and then you go down. But uh, it, it, it's there to protect you, I guess. I, since I didn't, wasn't there to touch anything, I, I was there to observe. I wasn't worried about it. But uh, I know one of the things, uh, a couple things I did when I first got back was, one, uh, start looking at gloves because I, I, I will eventually touch something uh, just to protect my hands. And then the second piece was uh, a camera. And it was interesting to uh, a lot of the folks that I went to, I ended up taking their GoPro underwater. And like I said, we went to 40 feet uh, to, uh, of water, 41 to be exact. And the GoPro camera, uh, both on the photos and the filming, the the videos were fantastic. So that was kind of interesting to me uh, to go there and and get that. Uh, As we uh, move on, the scuba regulator, as I said, stage one, stage two are critical. Uh, These are... uh, kind of uh, you know these things uh really need to be uh um individualized for you I, i've got both uh they've got it where it's stiff i feel like the regulator is always pushing out of your mouth you've got uh, the swivel kind both on the regulator piece itself and also on the tank piece and so i, I really like to uh, uh, to use a good regulator and it converts the high pressure uh, air in your tank uh, to ambient pressure so you can breathe in the regular uh also uh, delivers uh, uh air to the other uh, second stage and it, it, the regulator also provides the bcd uh as i said inflator uh, alternate second stage uh activity so the regulator is always important um as i said uh, a good scu- uh, scuba diver regulator needs to be um, you know looked at uh, once a year uh, just to make sure your equipment's good but uh talk to dive shops go take a dive and then the uh, i guess the most important, Important thing after your regulator uh, is your uh, your dive computer, and I went ahead and got a dive computer because of the. Uh I, I didn't like to do the uh, the basic table runs because all those are estimates, not that it was going to exceed any of my depth capacity or time limits uh, for nitrogen uh, um, consumption or oxygen toxicity, because I did dive with a nitrox uh, tank, and the nitrox is a little bit more in rich oxygen. Uh, I did about 32% per- of oxygen, uh, so you can see that uh, in the normal air tank, uh, scuba tank, is. 21 so there was uh, about nine uh, millimeters of enriched oxygen you can go up to 40 uh but uh 30 32 is usually where most dive shops kind of keep it at unless you're going below 60 feet uh or or more you know i you know it's up to you now the uh, the nitrogen uh, uh, the purpose of the nitrox is to reduce the nitrogen intake into your bloodstream or into your breathing apparatus also to, uh, to it makes because you're breathing uh, in oxygen, more oxygen uh, than the normal air tank, uh, you get less fatigue so that was something but neither neither there uh, I, I enjoyed uh, the uh, both experience, both in the air tank and the nitrox, learned that you you test it uh, uh, they usually come with with uh you know the yellow green label uh, to make sure you separate the common air tank versus the nitrox tank and you need to make sure that you understand the parameters of that but the gear is kind of interesting as i said earlier your scuba gear is uh, probably an important investment Uh, you can rent the equipment or you can buy the equipment Uh, most people end up buying the mass snorkel and fins Uh, they rent everything else out at the dive shops. i went ahead and got a bcd uh, after uh, after looking at I decided, hey, uh, you know, I've got a pool, and I'm just going to go practice diving until I can get to that advanced water because that's the next stage I'm going to go to and get certified as my advanced water training, and I really wanted to do that. Let me just look at some of the technologies out there as far as the uh, the best scuba regulators is the Aqua uh Uh, calypso you got the scuba uh, scuba pro mk2 you got cressy you got apex you got hollis and the uh, seagull f8 so uh, i I encourage you to just uh, type in uh, regulators uh, best scuba regulators for quick answers and you can get an answer on that i was interesting on the uh, bcd uh, you got cressy seagull aqua and the uh, seagull express uh, so, those are all um, interesting. I got a Seagull BCD Bravo Sports. Uh, that was interesting. For a computer, uh, it's interesting because you got the Mars Pac Pro, you got the Santo Soup Novo, you got a Cressy L- Loreno, and you got Sunto D4. So, there's a lot of comp- best computers. I would encourage you to get a computer. Most important lesson there read the manual. Uh, talk to a friend who has a, a computer because there's a lot of features like anything else uh, that you got to learn how to use and uh, and it's interesting because I've, I've had my computer i've charged it and right now it's going on its third day and it's i've only used half of the uh, battery life so i'm just trying to see how long will my uh, dive computer stay charged uh, as i said they are diving mask and fins there's a whole variety of diving masks and fins out there uh, but it's a lot of fun i can only say i uh you know your your um diving has been fun it's one of one of those things i wanted to do it was on my bucket list i got it done and i'm very glad i got it done Uh, i'm looking forward to my uh advanced open water uh, uh, dive certification because after that then comes uh you know uh shipwrecking uh adventure diving and i'm looking forward to that uh today's subject was uh scuba diving technology i will tell you i had a uh james bond Jacques cousteau stereotype on diving the whole dive equipment has improved the complexity of the of capability the ability to do uh, diving on, uh, on computers is just amazing I found the uh, uh, it very interesting as I learned about uh, uh, you know just uh, the enrichment of the engineering products that uh, I did we're going wireless in, in, in uh, scuba diving the ability to do uh, wireless from your tank pressure to your computer watch to keep it Accurate record your computer just to be able to calculate the uh, uh, your your depth your time your decompression time so you can avoid events all those are important anyway uh, on our first segment I'll we'll talk a little bit about certification uh, second segment I talked about uh, you know the statistics of scuba diving interesting that uh, you know California Florida Texas New York and then finally Virginia Maryland D.C. are your third um, states in the country uh, you've got about two point seven three 3.5 uh, U.S. divers uh, that are in the U.S. and about 6 million worldwide. Uh, I'd like to take a shout out to uh – to uh, my executive producer, uh, D. Daniels, thank her. And, of course, my uh, executive assistant, Alexandria Loreno. Uh, without them, I couldn't have done the show. I thank the audience that uh, we keep increasing. Uh, remember, the purpose of this show is to have a discussion on today, tomorrow's technologies, about uh, uh, how the techies can converse with the non-techies. So until our next show, I'll see you next week. Have a great weekend and enjoy yourself. And if you think about it, go see a scuba dive shop and go look at all the equipment. And on the walls. Take care. This is your host, Jose Negron on T3. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.